That's right. Welcome in. Welcome back, everybody, to a seems like Notre Dame's flying under the college football radar to start the year. And I don't mind it. Edition of the Always Irish Show. As always, you can find the program on YouTube. Do it. Subscribe if you haven't yet. Appreciate it very much. Give the video a thumbs up. That helps me as well. Notifications on. You know why. That way you alert it every time a new episode drops. You don't want to miss it. Twitter. Search bar. Always Irish Rat. Always Irish Inc. Emails. Always Irish ID at gmail.com. Audio only anywhere you want it. You can get it to Cowlin Lines. 312. 988-15. You tell Johnny all you've heard and seen Fighting Irish Wire every damn day, baby. Every day. Type them words in the internet and stories about Notre Dame football come out of your computer or phone. It's amazing. All right. Here's where I'm at. I, college football media. I don't know, man. I don't know. College football media, uh, national media, not local beat guys that have their little path and who they follow. I'm talking about national guys. They have their little darlings and they pop up and come up and down and there's like yearly storylines. Miami's back. Texas is back. Always. Those are some regular storylines. Pumping up Michigan. That's a a storyline all the time. Like whatever. But some of that I expect. Some of it surprises me, though, this year. Um, Notre Dame's 13 in the AP poll to start the year. Whatever. I don't care. Whatever. When your games are going to end up where you want to be, 13, it's whatever. But what I think is more interesting than that is Notre Dame with the marquee three. Ohio State repping the Big Ten. USC repping the future Big Ten. I was going to say Pac-12. May as well be Big Ten. And then Clemson being the the recent standard bearer of uh, the ACC. Notre Dame has all those teams on their schedule. And I'm not seeing our games on any list of like most exciting football games of the year. They're not on the lists. We're just not on them. Now, if it's a Notre Dame person or somebody writing about Notre Dame, then those games are going to be on the list. But nationally, we're not on there. Look at what I got. Top. Uh, this is from on three. Top college football matchups. LSU, Florida State, Texas, Bama. You know, more Florida State, Florida State, Clemson, Alabama. Like, Ohio State, Penn State. Oh, my God. Yeah, biggest game of the year to watch Penn State fail in a big moment against a team they don't have as much talent then. I'm telling you, I'm sick of Penn State. Penn State is Notre Dame Brian Kelly. They recruit pretty good, but not elite. Beat most of the teams they're supposed to be and then lose all the, the big games. That's what Penn State is, and they're on the list. I got Washington on here. Penn State's on here multiple times. So I just don't understand. I I just, I don't get it. So apparently these games are not a big enough deal or Notre Dame's not being thought of seriously enough to register as being one of the biggest games of the year. 
I just figured with the brand name Notre Dame is and the brand names that Ohio State, USC, and Clemson are, we would end up on some of these lists. And it isn't just, I wouldn't make this statement if it was just like one outlet that didn't have Notre Dame in, you know, the biggest games of the year thing, if it was just one outlet. But I keep seeing these lists come out. And I just, I we're not on them. We're not on them. So it makes me all start to think, maybe I kind of like this. Maybe I do. Maybe I kind of like this. I It just surprises me that Notre Dame picks up the biggest name in the portal this year, and they're not getting a little bit more ride out of that. Like as far as media push or expectations are being talked about more. Like I know we, I, I know Hartman isn't Caleb Williams, but it's still a huge upgrade to a Notre Dame team that has a decent amount of raw talent. And I just expected that to get us a little more smoke leading into the year, a little more push. But if they're going to kind of down, they, meaning like the national media narratives or whatever, if they're going to downplay Notre Dame going into this year, fine. I like, I, I could get down with that. I, I don't hate that. Now, in an ideal world, I would want us to have more credibility and, and respect and all that, that we're on these radars. But if we're not going to be, I like it. I kind of like that. Everybody's against us. Nobody even thinks you're anything. Us against the world. And, you know, the realities are, the, the practical realities are, it's Notre Dame against the damn world anyways. Because we're independent, we're doing our own thing. It's always Notre Dame against the world. But especially in a situation where I'm a little surprised there's not more, even just intrigue of, like, forget about hype. I'm not even seeing a ton of intrigue of like, hmm, pretty decent roster. Marcus Freeman year two. Now you got a quarterback that can make all the throws. They have an opportunity to make statements up and down the schedule. Like Notre Dame's an interesting team to watch. I'm not even seeing a lot of that nationally. I'm not. And so I like it. I like it. Let's fly under the radar. Start Here's, here's how I want this to go. If this is how it's going to be, this is how it's going to be. Let Florida State and LSU have all the TV stuff, you know, Labor Day weekend, whatever. I get it. I get it. Here's how I like this. Let Notre Dame start out 4-0 right under the radar, and then Ohio State comes, and it's unignorable, and it's all right in front of you. Notre Dame will be well within the top 10 if they start 4-0. I don't expect Ohio State to lose before us. Boom. You got yourself a matchup they can't ignore at that point. But I actually think it can play in Notre Dame's advantage if the first third of the season is under the radar. I don't mind that. I don't mind that at all. Like, it's going to sound weird to me to say this, but I think Notre Dame could start out 4-0 and have it be kind of ignored in a way. I think you could just low-key build that 4-0 up and then be all ready for Iowa State. So, I figured 
Hartman would bring a little more juice to the preseason chatter about Notre Dame. I'll be honest, outside of Notre Dame media, I'm not seeing a lot. I'm not seeing a lot. So I don't know if that's just a lack of belief in Notre Dame overall or the big game of history. I don't know what it is. Um, But let's ride with it. I think Notre Dame could use that to their advantage. I am still appalled. Eight and a half is still that over-under Notre Dame win total. Nine and three to me would be a bad, bad year. And you can still cash that ticket. Like, that's a little wild to me because I just think, and I know it's a tough schedule, but nine and three isn't going to be good enough for anybody around Notre Dame. Not for Freeman, not for the fans, not for anybody. So, I mean, I, I got eight and a half. I got nine and three as a disaster and I could cast the over. Come on. Come on. So I don't know, you guys. Um, I kind of hope I kind of hope Notre Dame players are soaking in some of this. Uh, I don't I don't want them to be ultra tied into social media or regular media. That's not healthy. I don't want Notre Dame players riding that wave. But I do want our players to have a general sentiment of how they're being talked about and, and written about heading into all this. I do want that. I, I want them to have an idea of like, oh, okay, you're you're questioning us here. You don't think we're good enough to do this or that. Our games aren't big enough to be on the radar because we don't hold up our end of the deal in big game moments, whatever it is. I don't want our guys reading Twitter like I do. You'll lose your damn mind. Couldn't imagine doing that as a player. It's hard enough doing it, doing just what I do. Um, But I might not mind it if that's in their heads a little bit and they got that little bunker mentality in camp of like all the outside world's the outside world and this is all about us and all about what we can control and what we're going to do and what we're going to focus on and what we're going to prove throughout the season. Go ahead and, and count us out now. Go ahead and say none of our big games are that big because we're in them. I figured out of respect, forget Notre Dame. Enough people don't like Notre Dame for enough reasons in the media. Um, But a part of me figured even the anti-Notre Dame slanted media values Ohio State, USC, and Clemson enough that even if they don't respect us enough, they're going to put some of our games high in the biggest of the year just out of respect for those other teams. Not to mention... Not to mention, I didn't even get to this yet. Even if you aren't sure Notre Dame's going to be at a level to be a top five team all year or whatever, Notre Dame having these marquee three on the schedule could literally shape the playoff field. It literally, depending on what happens, could shape the playoff field. Not like with just one team, multiple, multiple. That's the other part of this. It isn't just about like Notre Dame and how good they are or whatever. It's what these games could do as a ripple effect throughout the country. Notre Dame 
is going to have a huge say in who makes the playoff this year and who doesn't. Whether it's us or us ruining it for somebody else or two somebody else's or three somebody else's. Notre Dame is a fulcrum point of the playoff this year. It, right in the middle of it. And you know what else is going to happen with this? I like this when this happens. This is going to come up. And I always love putting opposing fans that are predisposed to hate Notre Dame in this position. But hear me out. There's going to be games where fans of other teams that hate us are going to have to want us to win to help their team make the playoff this year. And I love putting other fan bases in that position that ate us. But when you go up against Ohio State and USC and in Death Valley against Clemson, there are going to be fans of other teams that are going to have no damn choice but to root for Notre Dame to ruin those teams' years <laughs> and uh, open up some playoff spots. That's if Notre Dame has a loss or two. If Notre Dame's not out of it, Ooh, baby. Then you're going to have, it's it's really going to be a free-for-all because playoff would be on the line for both teams. And then a whole bunch of teams are going to be sitting there. What domino falls where? So, listen, I don't care about the lack of hype. Call it disrespect, whatever. Notre Dame went 9-4, lost to Marshall and Stanford last year. All right? Like, we don't deserve to be in the top five or whatever. I'm not asking for that. But I am surprised they're flying under the radar to this level. Use that as fuel. Use that as motivation. Let them ignore you. Use that in your advantage to your power. Sneak up on people. And before they know it, it's too damn late. It's Notre Dame against the damn world all these people hate us and i love it it's exactly how life should go it's notre dame against the world and there's so much blind hatred against us i love it it's time for us to finally shut everybody up not with pithy twitter comments after a game with results on the field Results on the field is the only way to shut all this up. The media, the opposing fan bases, whatever. Go ahead. Not think much of us. You might get a big surprise smack in the face this year. It's Notre Dame versus everybody, baby. Let's go in that bunker together. Go Irish. <laughs>